All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Expert Edge. Hey, uh, I'm excited for you to experience today's episode. I get a lot of questions about telling stories. And there's a revelation that I had recently, which was there's a big difference between your origin story and your conversion story. And so in this episode, I unpack the three secrets to telling your conversion story um, compared to your origin story. And then we go through three mistakes that people make that stop their conversion story actually working. And so just to be clear, a conversion story is a story that when you tell it, your audience will listen and want to naturally work with you. They will naturally want to move towards your programs and your offers. And so this is why your conversion story is so important and so different to your origin story or the regular story that a lot of people teach you how to share. And so I think today's conversation is going to break a lot of misbeliefs that you might have about your story and help you to actually feel a lot more confident telling your story. And so, hey, I trust it's going to be useful. Make sure you listen to the whole episode because we're going to go deep and it's going to be incredibly valuable. And before you do, if you are a return listener, you've been listening for a a few episodes or now, uh, and you haven't left a written review, could you do a favor for me? Would it be okay if you, uh, as you listen right now, uh, jump into the bottom of the iTunes section and just do a written review for me. I'd love to hear what's been most valuable from the Expert Edge. Uh, Give me a five-star review if you feel like it's been worth it. And uh, I just wanted to say thank you for being a part of the community. Bless you guys. Enjoy the podcast and let's get into it. You are listening to the Expert Edge podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. All right, so let's talk about your signature story because I think your signature story is one of the most important things that you need to develop as a expert, as a coach, as a communicator. And it's not for the reasons that you may think. In fact, in today's conversation, I want to take you through uh, three questions that your story needs to answer and three mistakes that people make when it comes to sharing their story. And I think that this conversation, I'm going to try to keep it short, but I think it will be incredibly valuable uh, for you to understand this. Now, we're going to be going through what the difference is between your origin story and your conversion story. And so sometimes I use the word signature story or conversion story. Uh, I know for me, when I first created Self from Stage Academy, I used the word signature story. And then recently, I had this revelation of it's more than a signature story. It's your conversion story. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today and some of the distinctions. Uh, But I think that there's a big difference between what typically people call your origin story and your conversion story. And we're going to get into that today. So... uh, Let me share with you my story. And now this is probably a story that you've heard before. So there's probably a part of your mind that will go, oh, great, I'm going to hear Colin's story again. But the reason why I want to share it with you is because uh, I want to be able to unpack it for you and show you what's actually happening in the story. Does that make sense? So there's going to be multiple levels of value in understanding this. And it's always good hearing my story anyway, isn't it? (laughs) 
<laughs> so good, so good. Okay, so I'm sitting at my this old brown desk that I had got from a 99 cent store up the road because at the time I was running my coaching business, but to be honest, it wasn't really a coaching business. I had about half a client and I don't know if you've ever had half a client before, but what I mean by that was I had a client who occasionally worked with me and then occasionally didn't work with me and sometimes paid me and sometimes didn't pay me. Pay me. And I remember I had these huge aspirations for wanting to do something important, something meaningful uh, in my life and also to be able to you know, financially sustain our family and so forth. Now, at the time, I'll I was, uh, I was personally, I was new, newly married at the time and, and I had these big dreams and aspirations for what I wanted to do with my life, but my reality was not lining up. And so I'm sitting in front of my desk, uh, looking at my computer and I didn't have much on. And I felt this deep sense of frustration because, because I knew that I had good skills. I knew that I had a good ability to be able to see change in people's lives and to be able to help people. But if I was really honest, I had no idea how to get in front of people. I had no idea how to convert clients. All I had was just a dream and an aspiration to be able to do something. Now, I don't know if you've ever felt like that before, but that's kind of the place I was in. And what happened was, I ended up uh, networking with a few different people and meeting a few people and ended up getting a phone call from one of these people that I'd networked with. He called me up and he said, hey, Colin, I've got a speaking engagement coming up and uh, it's something that I can't do. And in fact, he said he, that he got referred, referred this speaking engagement from another friend and uh, that friend couldn't do it and he couldn't do it. And it's a free speaking engagement, so you're not even getting paid. Uh, so as you can imagine, so this is a lead that that no one wants, right? And you're not getting paid for. <laughs> so it's like a super high quality lead, right? Hashtag joking. Uh, and and I said yes, I would love to take it because I I had no, I had nothing else at the time. And so uh, I got prepared for this presentation. In fact, it was the first time I'd ever spoken in public uh, under the umbrella of me running my own business, right? As a, as a coach, as a life coach at the time. And uh, I remember that evening walking up the stairs, it was literally a dark and stormy night. Uh, my wife's on my arm. Uh, to be honest, I'm on her arm because I'm absolutely freaking out. I come into the room and the event organizer runs up to me and he's like, Colin, you wouldn't believe this. This is the biggest turnout we have ever had for this event. We've got 137 people here live. Now, in my mind, this was really bad news because in my mind, I'm just thinking, great, I'm going to look like an idiot in front of more people, (laughs) right? Their biggest event, I'm going to look like an idiot and just in front of more people. So I'm freaking out. It comes to the point where I have to get up to speak and I get up and I muster all the courage that I have and I take all the planning and preparation that I'd done and, and I delivered my presentation. Now, after the presentation, I, I made an offer. Now, what I didn't realize at the time was this offer was an irresistible offer. And so out of the 137 people, there was about 125 of them that gave me their personal details. And I remember just being blown away by the fact that I had gone from 
having no one on my email list, like very few people on my email list to having 125 people. And it wasn't just 125 people, it was 125 people who wanted to hear from me on my email list. And also even more than that, they wanted to potentially have a conversation with me about helping them. Now, out of the 125 people, I followed up and I did a whole bunch of free coaching. So like discovery sessions, right? And over the phone and, and, and I did you know dozens of coaching sessions with them. And out of those coaching sessions, I ended up signing 12 full-time coaching clients. So I went from a half a client to 12 full-time coaching clients. And so my business went from basically, you know, zero, not making much money at all, to being a full-time coaching practice at the time. And then four days later, I'm standing on the steps of a hotel. I'd just done another discovery call and I got a phone call. Uh, and I picked it up and he said, he said, Hey, my name's, you know, so-and-so, uh, I think it was like John. Uh, and he's like, Hey, my name is John. I'm calling from HP. And, uh, I loved your presentation that you did the other day. We've got an event coming up. Would you consider speaking at the event? And I said, yeah, well, let me check my calendar. Now, to be honest, I didn't have much booked out other than my coaching class. And I was like, yeah, I'm free. I'm free. And, uh, and we got chatting on the phone and, and he said, oh, how much, how much are you for the presentation? And I'd never quoted a presentation before. Remember, I'd only done a, a free presentation and I literally just made up a number <laughs> at the time. I, I said it was four, I'm $4,000. I'm $4,000. And he, and he, on the phone, he's like, oh, easy. Yeah, we can do that. Absolutely. So like <laughs> initially, like I was so scared that when he, <laughs> the response, I was like, okay, maybe, maybe it's not too bad. And I was about to find out why. And then we got chatting and this was because I'm such a rookie. And I said, oh, how many people are going to be at this event? And he said, oh, we're probably going to have about 5,000 people. <laughs> so, so my first speaking event, paid speaking event that I got from a free speaking event was to 5,000 HP employees. Uh, I ended up you know, making $4,000 from that event. But what was crazy was I spoke at that event and then there was other people in the room from other departments and they, they loved it. And then I ended up speaking for HP as a client for over 10 years. I traveled all around the world and that led to you know millions of dollars of work coming from this one speaking engagement, this free speaking engagement. And what was crazy was is over that journey, I started to learn how to use virtual presentations and webinars and virtual stages. And so that just kept on scaling out. And it's so, it's even easier to do it right now. And so what's crazy was I had this revelation when I looked back and it took me a while to realize, to be honest, but when I looked back over the trajectory of my career and my business was that everything changed from one presentation Everything changed from doing one presentation. I realized that in growing my online business, my course business, I had actually only used one or two presentations over the several years to grow and scale my business up. And I had this revelation. I was like, oh my gosh, literally in one presentation, you can change your entire business. In fact, you only need one irresistible presentation to get the business breakthrough that you've always been looking for. And that for me has led me to coach some of the biggest names in the world, to coach thousands of coaches around the world, and to be able to contribute on a level that I had never realized was possible. Okay, now let me press pause uh, because I just went through my 
my conversion story. And as you were listening to that story, I wonder what was going on in you and in your mind as I was unpacking that story. I wonder if during that story, you had moments, maybe even especially at the start, uh, you had moments of where you felt like, like what was going on in you? Did you have moments where you were like, oh, I kind of feel like that. That's, that's kind of how I feel. Uh, you know what? I, I've got those desires as well. And then I wonder as I went on the journey, even if you haven't been on the exact journey that I went on, I wonder if you had moments where you were like, oh, wow, I would love to be able to do that. Like that, sound, that sounds like a great mechanism that I could use. Did you have those moments? Well, if you did, then, then I, was, I was communicating the story in a right way. So hopefully there was two things going on. There was, there was me telling my story, but as you were hearing my story, you were not just hearing my story, you were also hearing your story. And so one of the secrets, one of the secrets to telling a conversion story is that number one, this is one of the first secrets, is that you tell it in a way where the audience realizes that they are just like you. And in fact, there are three questions, and these are the three secrets I'm going to unpack for you right now. There are three secrets to starting to structure your conversion story. The first secret is this, is you have to answer that question of, are you like me? That first question of, are you like me, is so important because if you don't answer that question, the audience will hear your story, but they won't feel like, they can go on the same journey that you've been on of breakthrough because you'll be a detached figure that they don't associate with. Does that make sense? Now, if you're a listener right now and you are a female and not a male, which I am, then obviously you're different to me, right? So when I was telling my story, even though I'm different, I'm not a female, I'm a male and you're a female, even though you're different, I wonder if you still felt a resonance with my story, right? It's I'm a male telling my story. You're a female listening to my story. And I wonder if you still, it did that, and that, that didn't matter, right? And it, probably me just bringing it up now has made you go, oh, okay, well, maybe does that matter, right? Like you're starting to think, does it actually matter, Colin? No, it doesn't. It doesn't matter at all, right? And so, what this is about is realizing that when you tell your story in the right way, what will happen is your audience will put themselves in your story. It doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter your gender. It doesn't matter your socioeconomical situation. It doesn't matter where you lived. It doesn't matter your culture. It doesn't matter any of those things. Now, if you go into some of those things in your story, that's fine. But one of the secrets is crafting the start of your story so that almost anyone who who is in the same uh, like space as you, what I mean by space, or is in your target market, your avatar, your perfect client, anyone who's in your audience who sits in your perfect client space, they would they would say, yeah, this person is like me, right? So you want to craft a story so that the listener would would go, oh, there, wow, this person is like me. The second secret that that I that I did within the in the presentation 
was that I shared with you that, that I can lead you. Now, I'm not trying to say I'm above you or anything like that, right? We're all humans. We're all equal value. But what I'm saying is in this skill set, I've been down a pathway that that has led me to some advanced experiences and seen some incredible results from it. I've, I've been down a journey of mastery in this pathway. And for me personally, I mean, I've ran... I have I've done tens of thousands of hours speaking on stages, tens of thousands of hours speaking on stages around the world. And so what 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 I did in my story, and in fact, I didn't spend too much time in it because because what tends to happen is there's an inbuilt belief whenever you're on a stage or speaking or presenting to an audience, there's an inbuilt belief that you are an authority. So you actually don't have to spend as much time on that credibility piece as you think. But the second secret is you answer that question of, can you lead me? Because if you answer that first question of, are you like me? People are going to feel a sense of connection and resonance with you. But if you don't show them that you can also lead them, you can also help them go to the next level, then what's going to happen is they're going to be friends with you, but they're not going to look to you, right? They're going to like you, but they're not going to want to follow you. And so in your story, there needs to be an experience, a transformational experience that truly shows that you can actually lead them. There's a level of mastery. There is a growth experience that you've gone through that truly shows that you can lead the other person. You can develop them. You can grow them. You can show that you can go to the next level, right? So that's the second secret. The third secret is this. The third secret is that you answer this question, which is, is there a path that I can follow? Is there a path that I can follow. Now, when you answer this question, what tends to happen is you have clearly articulated the core idea or the core vehicle that has gotten you the result that you want. Now, this this is called your core premise or your core with an R, your your core premise. This is called your core premise. The core premise is the one idea, the one belief that when your audience understands it, they realize that to get the results that they want to get, especially working with you, is through that specific vehicle. Now, when you're creating your core premise, we don't have time to get deep into this today, but essentially there are three different ways you can build out your core premise. And so, but the one thing I want you to get right now is this idea that your core premise is the one idea that you, when you articulate it to your audience, your audience is clear on it, on what it is, and they also understand that that is the pathway they can follow. If they resonate with you, that is the pathway they can follow to get the type of results that they actually want as well, right? And so there's three things happening here. Let me just recap them. The first thing is you answer this question of, are you like me? Or in other words, at least... Do you get me? Like, is there a is there a, underst- a a deeper understanding, a resonance with each other? The first question: Do you get me? The second question is: The second question is, can you lead me? So, in other words, have you been down a path that that has led to mastery, credibility, experience that I can follow? The third question you answer is: Is there a path that I can follow? And that's what most people don't understand. They don't understand how to link the path that they follow to the core story or the or the conversion story. 
And so that leads me on to these three mistakes that I want to talk about. Because the first mistake that people make when they're telling their story is they tell their timeline. So they tell a story that unpacks the timeline of their journey. Does that make sense? So in other words, they start from like early when they were younger, where they grew up, you know, what their childhood was like, maybe what schools they went to, you know, they, they just unpack their timeline. Now that's, that's fine. But the problem with that is that their timeline is something that maybe your mum wants to know about. And we all love our mums, but, but your mum is probably not your perfect avatar, <laughs> right? So your mum cares about that story, but your audience doesn't. And so when you tell your, your origin story or, or that timeline story, people just go, oh my gosh, like, am I ever, like, are we going to get to the point here, right? But there's a big difference between your origin, origin story, or that timeline story, and, and your conversion story. So that's the first mistake that people make. The second mistake is they don't link their story to their core premise. They don't link their story to the one idea, the core idea, and they're not clear on their core premise. They're not clear on what that core premise is. So if you don't get clear on your core premise, what happens is, is the audience is left uh, in ambiguity. Ambiguity, I think it's <laughs> ambiguity. They're left in, in, in feeling unclear and almost confused on, so it's like, okay, that story is like, cool, that's a cool story but I don't really understand what the point was. And so when you have a really clear core premise, you reinforce very clearly, very succinctly what the one idea that they have to understand and, and move forward, forward is. That's the second thing. The third thing is they, that mistake that people make is they think that their, their story is about them, which is kind of like looping back to the first point that I got to. The mistake is they think that their story is about them and your story isn't about you. Now, yes, you are the person in the story, but when you tell it the right way, what will happen is the audience will lean into your story and they will see themselves in your story. So first of all, I want you to reflect on what's been most valuable from our conversation today. And if you found this valuable, uh, please leave a, leave a review or leave uh, or share it with someone else you think, oh, wow, someone else would really, really benefit from this. So that's the first thing. The second thing is uh, just recently, what's cool is I spent some time and I created like a mini, a mini course that actually unpacks your conversion story. In fact, I think this mini course is, I, I could sell this mini course for like a thousand bucks. Like it's, it's that good. And this mini course is called Your Conversion Story. If you haven't got it yet, we've had hundreds of people join us. And, and currently it's like 95% off the conversion story. And the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because um, firstly, if you, if you like this stuff, I want to change your life. I want to change your conversion story so that you have that story and you can use it in any mechanism that you, that you so desire. And at the moment, it's literally like 95% off. It's insane. It's like the price of a few tacos. And so if you really are serious to, to build out your conversion story, I would recommend you to go and register for this, for this mini course. It's, and if, you want, if you're serious about it, it's, the link's in the show notes, or you can just type in conversionstoryformula.com, conversionstoryformula.com. 
Uh, it's such a good little mini course. In fact, my guarantee is that if you go through the course, my guarantee is that you'll have your conversion story written out with your core premise. Your, we, I actually unpack how to do your core premise within 48 hours. 48 hours, right? So they, this is fast. This is not something that's going to take you forever. It's really fast. It's really focused. And what's going to be cool is when you've got your conversion story, then you're going to tell your conversion story. And then you're going to transition into maybe an opt-in or maybe some sort of offer or now press pause. That's exactly what I'm doing here today, right? I'm actually doing that. I'm telling my conversion story and I'm transitioning into like a mini offer, like a mini thing. Can you see what's happening here? And what's cool is like, I live this stuff. And so what's cool is like, there's lots of giving, lots of contribution because you could walk away from this podcast and you know you've got value. Like the, the, the ideas we unpacked in this podcast have been incredibly valuable. And what I do know is if you want to master your conversion story and you want to do it in like 48 hours or less, then, then I know that I can change your life in this conversion story formula. In fact, I want you to think about this. Imagine literally three years from now, you're standing on a stage or you're standing on a webinar, you're telling your conversion story and you look back on this moment and you realize it was this moment that changed everything for you. You've been looking for your conversion story for so many years. You've been looking for that story that you know you need to tell to move people into your audience, nat into your programs naturally and effortlessly. And it started in this moment, right? And for me, like I feel privileged to be able to be a part of that experience with you. And I just know hand on heart with absolute integrity that, that this mini course will change your life. Like it literally will change your life. And so make sure to head over to conversionstoryformula.com if you're really serious in mastering this and go and register and, it, and um, you'll be able to tell your conversion story. Then you'll transition. You'll have some like, you, you can get some scripts to transition to your offer, right? To an irresistible offer, to an opt-in, to something small, something meaningful, something that you know is gonna change people's lives and you can transition to that offer and you can build your audience, you can start making more money and you can truly change people's lives. So hey, I trust this has been valuable. If you do decide to go and join the Conversion Story Formula, send me a DM on Instagram and just let me know. Just say, hey, Colin, I joined Conversion Story Formula from, from the podcast. Uh, and I, I just love to know. I'd love to know if you do end up joining Conversion Story Formula. So bless you guys. Hope you, hope you are well. Trust you are. Make sure you're subscribed. And uh, next week, I've got some really new, funky, cool podcasts coming for you. So bless you guys. Have a great week and we'll talk to you really soon. Bye for now. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step -step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.